0: What's up guys, it's Sean and welcome back to the e podcast and today we will answer a question from email. This is from 874. Yeah. <laughs> Hi Sean. Thank you so much for reading my email. I am from Sarawak and currently working in KL. Just came here last year in quarter four. This is my first job and I have been watching your videos since I was in my degree. I was looking for some properties to invest in Sarawak but no way it's way too expensive and the rental demand is not there yet. So I decided to invest in KL property instead since I am here. Why why not? Now I have already signed SPA for the first condo in KL for investment purposes. The property is a studio unit located not far from KL center and it costs around 200,000 plus. I got my loan approved for 100% loan and the interest was about 4.25%. I am not sure if i am doing this right or not because during the time when i was signing i was kind of yolo and generally felt like it would be a good investment in terms of roi for that particular property with such low installment price and possible to generate positive cash flow however i am not sure whether the interest rate is fair or not since i have only been working for three months at that time and i have not built good credit score upon that But I am trying to raise for the timing rather than the interest rate because of the mindset. Ayah, the property is quite cheap, the interest won't matter much. Please share some thoughts on the interest rates. I am thinking of having this first condo as my first investment and to improve my DSR. If positive cash flow is possible, to get the second house and the following, am I doing it right? Is it a waste to get such a cheap project investment, or should I aim for a higher property to fully make use of the advantage as a first-time home buyer? Thank you so much for your time reading this. Regards, eight seven four. So eight seven four. Thank you so much for writing in. I. Think, right? I suspect this is that brand new project along Jalan Ampang, the very small size one where it's cheap, right? So it's a new property. I assume, right? I assume I may be wrong. I certainly hope I'm wrong because this is the weird part so for those who are not sure of what i'm talking about i have just uh, made an episode for this young man also looking at this cheap property within KLCD center and that's the trend of development products right now they will have a product that is 450 square feet that's around 250 thousand. so the first thing that they will market is less than 250,000 next to KLCC, high ROI, Airbnb positive. These are the keywords that they will make you think oh but you actually forget to do all the basic homeworks which includes the four basic steps of what i always talk about the intent your loan eligibility the 20 different properties research around that particular project then only make that informed decision but everyone just skips that because It's cheap, that's all. The only main reason why people buy is because it's cheap. Whether is it cheaper than the entire median, they are not sure because once you start dividing the property price by the size of the property, suddenly it's not that cheap anymore but everyone is just blind by this YOLO kind of thing because everyone is just too concerned about not being able to afford a new property when they age and this is a confidence thing in my opinion like a lot of people are just way too concerned to you 874, is it too early? Yes, definitely, you came from Sarawak and straight away you buy one property because you Kinyasu, because you YOLO, because you FOMO, whatever you wanna call it, right? You barely work three months. Like your entire understanding of the reality that you're in is still like so little only. So I don't think that is a wise move. Like I always advise younger people, right? The things that you need to have before even considering getting a property will be the following number one six months of emergency fund so six months of emergency fund here means that you can go jobless for the next six months and you can still remain the lifestyle that you want then the second thing will be protection in terms of insurance especially medical card because let's say if you were to get into an accident right do you think you can afford the medical bills like per night is 200 and let's say for a week then plus this plus that right medical bills are just insane then the third thing, are you in a state where you are certain about giving up a lot of your securities and peace of mind to investment? Because once you start investing, right, like not everyone is comfortable with risk. Some people, once they get a lot of loan from the banks, right, ayo, they cannot sleep la at night. Then is your career stable enough where you pretty much know that you're going to get promoted, your income is there, you will not get fired. Then are you in a big corporation? I think you are because they approve your loan in three months time. So is a big corporation but what if there's an opportunity among your friends saying that hey you want to join me in this new venture then you will lose out in all those kind of things are you ready for that if all those are checked then it's perfectly fine so personally i think it's a very harsh decision but whether is it right or wrong until the project is completed and you actually rent it out to build your cash flow then it's right but i think it's too fast yes because have you actually checked 20 different properties around that location now i think you are only focused on what you can afford not what is the best roi which is the next point that you made is it too soon to just use your first property privileges on such property or would you wait for something else when you can afford more to get a better property so this is something that i also thought about when I'm back in this investment journey. So I've just got another brand new unit, I will disclose it here right after I sign the SPAs and all the loan goes through. In order to decide which property suits you, right, it depends on your income, number one. Of course, right? The second thing, your loan eligibility. is Do you still have a 90% slot or is already your 70% slot? Then the third thing is, do you have access to special deals or not? So these are the main three differences I realize whenever I speak to my peers about property investment. Yes, some they have a lot of money but they don't have any more 90% slots. They don't know how to restructure their portfolio to get another 90% and they do not have access to deals. Like when you walk into any sales gallery today like when i experienced this myself i went through all the sales galleries to know that a lot of prime units are taken up in private exclusive previews which means like that's a new project in kujai lama i think a lot of people know what project it is before it was launched Two weeks, it was already open to insiders. It's already open to friends and relatives, and all premium units were taken immediately. So when the sales gallery just up, then when you walk in, you know that you are being early already. It's like barely a month after they announced. The leftover units are those huge one facing weird corners. They are not as attractive anymore. So you then start to make compromise. Hmm. Then the other way is to wait for boomy release units. But some developers do not even play that game anymore. They straight away just pay the penalty for. All the booming release and allow bookings from customers to be paid on them again this somewhat explains the access part of things where you really gotta know people you really gotta know the industry but you just join the industry and if your parents are not within this realm of investment it's a very very tough game so if my credibility can go up to 1 million and if I got 90% the decision then between a new project and a sub sale project will be different do I have capital, or do I want to spend capital on it where it can generate cash flow immediately? Then I will book something else where it gets completed three years down the road. A lot of people would think that oh, once I book this property, I book four units, which is an exact story of one of the NFT members that I have. He should already book four units of this brand new project. And to think about it, is it a wise move? Yes, because he got it at a very special price. The completion date is sixty months from now. So for the next five years. You cannot do anything else Because it's already just locked in if upfront capital it's a problem then i think it's a wise move right but if upfront capital is not a problem i do think that going for sub-sale properties where you can generate cash flow immediately within this weak market or poor economic condition as they call it a better move instead well that's a mouthful of information right there in your case right let's put things into context if i am fresh into the workspace today again like i'm 23 again i just graduated and I got a job and I work six months already I relocated here so what would I do first I will build the six-month emergency fund as Soon as possible Then I'll get protection Which is the insurance Then I'll invest in myself first So invest in myself There's a few things here It includes knowledge Where I get access to podcasts I get access to courses Specific knowledge Within the career So I get to climb up The corporate ladder faster I'll invest in people That is smarter than me So I know that this manager Likes whatever wine Or whatever chocolate right? So I'll arrange time with him More often to learn more That will just shorten my learning period to go up faster i'll do that until my salary reaches a level of five thousand then only i'll start looking into property investment which kind of means three to four years after working some may call it too long some may call it too conservative but this is my game lah. so what i will do first is i will like you say maximize my first property purchase experience where you can get certain incentives i can't even keep track of what's the latest right now instead of a new property i will go for a sub sale first and why the lengthy working experience also i'll explain to you lah. so i'll get a first sub sale so i will save up the first 10 percent, and to go for a property within 300 to 500 thousand that it's existing so there's a few property within Buki Jalil Subang Jaya PJ that is around this range and they can generate very healthy rentals and healthy here means they can perfectly cover the installment once I get that project I will make over it then I will rent it out if I do my cards right I'll get a positive cash flow and wait for six months time before this rental income can be declared as an income in the eye of the bank by doing this I improve my DSR already so instead of being poorer, buying a home, I actually became richer in the eye of the bank after acquiring this investment unit. Actually, it's the same thing. That's that one you stay yourself, one you rent it out. Then I got not enough capital anymore for my second one. I can either choose to get a property directly from a developer, which is a new project, so it requires less capital. As I have one running already, then I will just wait for the second one to be completed within three to four years' time. In this moment of waiting, then I will focus on my career again to increase my active income so I can qualify for my third one. But if you have found the project that can make you very healthy rental returns, right? And you just like not enough capital, what you can do is you can get your SPA, go to your EPF counters and withdraw whatever you have within account 2 or 10% of the SPA price. So if you have bought a 400,000 apartment, you can actually withdraw 40,000 out and that can be your down payment for your next one already or it can be your renovation fund. Then can you still acquire more? Yes, provided you have the sufficient income. So that is also a very big thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about. In order to build a multi-property portfolio that consists like maybe 10 properties, right? The main income part is actually very, very important. Yes, you can actually declare all the rentals from all the properties, right? But when you buy new property, this, then it gets stuck one and this is the patience part that i wish you guys could understand property is a very very slow game but we can play very long so if you get your first one at 24 or 25 you play it out for three to four years go live life a little bit save up for the second one or you can sure we go for two like what i did in this example you can sure we go for a sub sale six months time get the keys refurbish it, rent it out for the six months then the renter can be recognized as your income then you go for the second one in a new project already so immediately you Two really, you utilize your 90% straight away. Then the tough point here is the 70%. What do you go about it? first what i did is i joined bulk purchase groups like far capital so the link is down below you guys want to join you join why is it important because if you go to an open market it's very hard to get products with such heavy discounts the only way is to buy them in bulk so there's incentives for the developers or they are just desperate developers la. then even if it's 20 percent discount i only need to cover out the 10 percent so how do you get that 10 percent it's another topic altogether where you can raise capital by joining with your friends lah, your family members la, with your spouse whatsoever and that's pretty much the game until the fourth the fifth then if you want to go back to 90% again there will be this restructuring of loan into a separate financing institution altogether that is not recognized by secrets so if you look into secrets there won't be any properties you are as fresh as new then you repeat the same thing again well the other way is to just be very very rich right but 70% loan margin or 85 loan margin is not a problem this is when you are ready to move into commercial properties industrial properties capital is not really a problem the patience to go through the research and the time to sit down to look through all the deals those will be bigger problems than the capital itself so at that stage you kind of made it already last it will be a very fun thing how I wish I could get there sooner hopefully after these two more deals then let's start playing that game but anyway that's exactly how I will play this game again so whether your interest rate is high or low Don't worry too much because the amount of loan that you just get right is pretty low 200 over thousand right and the lower your loan amount the higher the interest rate actually and it's something to also point out if the bank do not favor you as much as a risk profile it will be reflected within the interest rate portion the more they like you the lower interest rate they will give you and since we're talking about this right. Part of the thing is also to have a credit card within the habits before buying a property. And I couldn't stress this enough. It's actually very difficult to get a loan as a fresh, absolutely nothing. You have no spending records, no banking account whatsoever. It's a very difficult thing. So if you will just come out and work, right? Do get a credit card and just use it for necessary things only, like petrol. And it's not part of your emergency fund. Let's say you get a times three credit limit of your gaji, right? So let's say your gaji three thousand, you get nine thousand. Oh, that's part of my reserve fund. No, that is not how this game is played Because everyone thinks like that Then when you go travel Oh, I actually have a lot more money in the bank I have 9,000 plus my saving 1,000 I actually got 10,000 to spend (sighs) Please do not think like that. Well, 874, thank you so much for writing in. And I guess you signed the papers already. So I guess it's too late. And I certainly hope it's a sub-sale instead of a new property. Hopefully others who have just started their job and this would somewhat be their reference on... Way to play the game, and this is a thing that I kind of developed after speaking to a lot of first time home buyers. This would be the best way to do it because it actually saves time, it actually allows you to take money out of EPF, it allows you to play within certainty first, then go for more uncertainties. So, thank you very much again, 874 for writing in. And for those who still have any questions regarding where they do just email me at taniherng at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram. I H E R N G, and I will see you on the next one. Show.